There's a bunch of crazy stories written by the Brothers Grimm. And now you're gonna learn all about them, listening to the Brothers Grimm. Students and scholars, friends and relations, Welcome to the Brothers Dim podcast, in which we discuss the stories of the Brothers Grimm. My name is Phil. And my name is Mike. Today, we are discussing story number 31, The Girl Without Hands. Mike, how are you? (laughs) I have hands. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm good. I finally finished my newest novella, The Devil and Judas Iscariot, a comedy. Nice. Well, 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 thank you. And I wanted to talk to you about something. Sure. While I was writing the book, and it's a it's a comedy, it's a it's it's weird. You guys will all read it. I'm sure all of our listeners will read it. Of course. Um, something I did was intense research. So the timelines, the actual people involved, leaders in Judea and Rome, time of the crucifixion. And you know that I'm not very religious. I yes. love religion, but I'm not very religious. I'm not going to get into my own spirituality, but I'm not a Christian, certainly. Full disclosure. <gasps> <laughs> right. But I did a ton of research on everything that I did for that book, which was, you know, like a broadly speaking, a farcical look into the last days of Jesus Christ. The Brothers Grimm, on the other hand, very religious, very Christian. Yeah. It is starting to become clear to me that neither of these two chuckleheads (laughs) have ever read the Bible. (laughs) And maybe they couldn't at that point. Maybe it was all still in Latin. It was before Vatican II. Is it sort of like a like a game of telephone? It's yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah. We're, we're all all the church they got was all in Latin at that point, and you know nothing was available in in actual German. And they're telling these religious stories. Nothing has anything to do with actual biblical stories. Angels and ghosts <laughs> are all have these magical powers or whatever. None of it's supported. Fucking Our Lady's Child. They straight up just make up what heaven looks like. And nobody's yeah, it's there. Doors. It's, 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 it's fucking 14 people. It's the apostles <laughs> all sitting in closets. <laughs> and one little girl. And Jesus' mom. And then God in the last one. And, and, and yeah. <laughs> Good. I'd be interested in looking more into what they actually thought of religion. Because everything we've read has said, you know, the, the, the biographies is like, oh, there, you know, it's, it was a very Christian, very Catholic sort of area, you know. And like. There is so much non-biblical religion in these stories (laughs) and a ton in this story that we're about to talk about, which frankly, it's it's nice. It's a return back to form. Yeah, it's it's definitely (laughs) different from the louse and the flea. It's different from last week's episode, which was the the louse and the flea. That one was a trip. It was, oh God, Jesus, that one. I didn't even know. I'm surprised we got as long a podcast as we did and i'm happy about it but no this was this one was weirdly religious with no textual support from the bible a ton of hard right turns (laughs) (laughs) very little continuity between what were very clearly different story elements and of course human mutilation of course yeah you gotta you gotta you you gotta get your jollies when you can (laughs) oh jesus christ i don't know uh I'm I can get into it if you if you want. We can we oh, can just we can just start this. Okay. Uh then without further ado, I'm going to tell you the tale 
of Grimm, story number 31, The Girl Without Hands. Once upon a time, a poor miller was out in the woods doing some wood cutting. <laughs> when an old man appears, I'm going to interject. First mistake. So, so clearly. We've had a couple of stories where, where, where millers are also poor. Not as bad off as woodcutters, but I found it interesting. So there was a poor miller in... The Devil with the Three Golden Hairs. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. The Devil with the Three Golden Hairs. There was a poor miller. This is another... I guess millers might be poor. I like that they were like, not only are millers poor, but this one was doing wood cutting. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he's he's especially... It's, it's twice as poor. Anyways, the miller is out doing some wood cutting and an old man appears. Old man says, have I got a deal for you, poor man? I'm going to make you rich, but you must trade with me. What's outside behind your mill? The guy says, well, okay, taint nothing out back there but a fruit tree. So, sure. The the old man gives him a contract. He signs it. And the old man does an evil laugh and says, see you in three years, sucker. <laughs> Why three home. years? Three. <laughs> you know. It's a nice round know. number. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice round number. <laughs> Guy goes home and the wife says, Hey, there's treasure everywhere. What happened? <laughs> he says, Oh, I made a very good deal. I traded all these riches um, that you found in all these drawers for whatever was out behind the mill. And it's not but the old apple tree. And the wife says, Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been the devil because A, this is all magic treasure. <laughs> That's how that works. But B, our daughter was standing out back there all day. So, everyone's unhappy. Three years pass, here comes the devil. Girl is, she She knows, okay, I gotta go with the devil the next day. So she, But she washes herself super clean and draws a circle of chalk around her and that thwarts the devil. So he can't take her. So he says, okay, I can't get to her today. But I'll be back tomorrow. But he tells the guy, he's the father, I said, don't give her any water or I won't be able to claim her. And I need her to be dirty. <laughs> <laughs> the devil likes dirty girls. <laughs> and dirty lesbians and dirty girls. What? She hasn't had any. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so she goes to sleep. Next day, she hasn't gotten any water from the far, the, the miller, but she's wept so much that her hands are clean again. And so again, the devil is thwarted. This is not a dirty girl. He finally says, okay, well, I'll be back. I'll be back tomorrow, but you better hand her over or I'll take you in her place unless you chop off her hands and then she can't clean them. And then she'll be a dirty girl for me. So naturally father is upset, but he agrees to this. (laughs) So he goes to the daughter, daughter's game for it. So off with her hands and she cries all night. Devil comes back one more time. Is like, you know what? I, she, she's cried, but my work here is done. I'm out. I guess you win. And the father says, well, thanks little one. I, I, you know, we, we, we thwarted the devil, but I promise to take care of you for the rest of your days. And then the de- the daughter says, nah, I'm good. And she bails. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, why, that- why was the devil thwarted? Yeah, I, I realize. I'm kind of, didn't she cry on the stumps or something like that? She cried on the stumps. Yeah. She's still a clean girl because of this. Good enough. <laughs> Everyone's in pain. End of act one. I'll take my chances. <laughs> so we never see dad and mom again. <laughs> <laughs> True to grim form. 
she goes wandering the countryside, gets hungry, come nightfall, and she sees an orchard behind a moat. She can't get to that fruit, but she's hungry, so she prays. And along comes an angel. Do a little bit of magic. They split the water a la Moses. No, Moses? Yeah, yeah. Moses. Yeah. yeah, a la Moses. They split that water. She walks across the moat, goes and gets a, a pear, and eats it and is is delighted. Now, while she does that, a gardener sees all this and hides, thinking that she's some crazy ghost lady with an angel friend. Eating a pear off the tree without hands. Like, like bobbing for pears. And he rightly hides, but then unrightly does not tell anyone. <laughs> but... <laughs> The I next mean, why day, would you? Why would you? Yeah, that's that was just weird. And I, I, I wouldn't. If I saw that, I don't know. I would tell anyone. Yeah, that's fair. I'm <laughs> not sure I would be, either. <laughs> I'd be scared. I'd be like, I think I'm the one that's going crazy. Next day, though, the king is goes out and he said, he says, I'm gonna go look at my pear tree. Looks at it and he's like, I'm missing a pear. I know that there were 390 <laughs> pears on this tree. Now there's 389. I can count it, which is some next level OCD shit. But nonetheless, the gardener is like, oh, dude, yeah, no, I saw a ghost lady <laughs> take one last night. King says, well, okay, well, we'll see about this. They wait until nightfall. Girl comes back looking for more fruit. And King pops out and says, aha, and, oh, well, you're quite hot. <laughs> How would you like to marry me? And I've got a guy I know, and he's going to make you some new silver hands. And they're going to be really good. Ooh la la. And she says, yeah, no, that sounds great. And I can eat more pears. And he's like, yeah, you can eat as many pears as you want, baby. You know, I got also some pears. I got 380 pears. 389 more. 389 more pears, baby. You just come to me. <laughs> Done deal. They wed. And on the wedding night, the king knocks her up. But then he has to go to war because this is a grim story again. <laughs> Boys go to war. BRB. He leaves his new wife in the care of his mother, which is another grim fucking thing and says listen write write me when the kid is born wife gives the the girl gives birth to a fine boy and they send a message off to the front lines to the king to tell him about but on the way the messenger he sleeps near a brook devil comes back he's like i wasn't done all along <laughs> in his eye <laughs> he swaps the letters so the king instead of receiving a letter about his son is great receives a letter that says his son is a monster and the king's like, well, fuck it. Okay, you know what? If my son's a monster, I can I can do something with that. Still, he's I, I can raise a good boy. So he sends a letter back. But the devil takes that, and then they go back and forth a bit. Devil intercepts letters. Final letter from the king that the devil actually sent, though. This is, okay, you know what? You kill my wife. I'll be home soon. But I'm going to want to see her eyes and shit. So I need proof. Queen Mum, though, is is nice. It's a, it's a rare stepmom i i the the king said this i know he's my son but like i don't want to do you any harm i'm so sorry i'm not gonna kill you but you gotta you you gotta go because if you if he comes back and he sees you he's gonna kill all of us so go away she runs off to the woods she finds a magic shack from heaven <laughs> <laughs> and her and the child whom whom she names sorrowful they spend some time in in the cabin and the God and God feeling sorry for her grows her hands back, puts the silver ones away in a chest. Meanwhile, the King came home looking for his wife, find out about the letter swapping or whatever. And the King goes out searching for her. takes seven years, but eventually he finds the shack. 
she recognizes him instantly. He kind of does the same. She's like, I'm your wife. This is your son. He said, well, my wife had silver hands. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I, th- those are in a drawer. <laughs> <laughs> here, here they are. And upon presenting them, everyone is happy. Back to the castle they go. And everyone lives happily ever after. The end. The whole my wife had silver hands thing was strangely anticlimactic. I was expecting some sort of weird, I don't know, something more impactful than my wife had silver hands. <laughs> She's yeah. like, oh, yeah, no. That's, <laughs> yeah, they're... I got new ones from God. And then That's the angel's sick. like, oh, yeah, I don't know. We got him in the back here. She yeah, just, yeah, I'm glad I saved him. Like, I'm glad I didn't throw him away or sell him, melt him <laughs> down for silver. <laughs> Do you have a moral? It's I, well, I have one. It's a, it's a very simple one. Yeah, just uh, holiness and piety wins the day. Yeah, be pious. Yeah. I 100 yeah, be obedient and God will help you out cuz I I didn't really get into it, but like that that's that was kind of something that they said a bunch all throughout was she was just like, well she sat down to pray and then an angel came and helped, gave her a pair. I mean, like it causes other shit to happen. Yeah. But it's always she prayed, she was always good, she she and she was obedient. She was obedient to her father like, okay, chop off my hands like <laughs> like so much uh game of thrones where the little girl with the fucked up face like has to get burned uh uh marcella marcella yeah when yeah. when marcella dies which is just like you know like okay you know and she didn't want to die at the stake but was like oh i will i'll help you daddy whatever you need spoiler alert yeah for... <laughs> oh boy atu type 706 the maiden without hands holy hell and this by the way the grim version despite having body mutilation amputations you know i mean they cut off her hands pretty quickly is still not the most fucked up version because so many versions of this story the the reason she loses her hands is because either her father or her brother or both want to have sex with her and she says no And the it's either the father's a king or the the brother's a prince or whatever. But she she's pious and so she refuses sexual incestual advances, and because of that, they cut off her hands. Fight me off now. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is messed up. So it's a it's funny. It's another story in which the brothers Grimm really toned down the crazy. Yeah. We we've been talking about this before, where like we think of the Disney versions of say Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty or whatever. And you think, oh, well, compared to the Grimm's, Grimm's was like insane. But then the Grimm versions, like the the things that ended up, I think, in the final publications compared to what they were listening to <laughs> were fucking bonkers. Was it what was the crazy one that was a French version? Was it Little Red Cap? Little Red Cap. Yeah. Where like the wolf just like fucks that little girl. <laughs> yeah, Straight up. Like, it's just like close off, get in bed. Yeah, like take get naked and get into bed with me, you you 10-year-old, and I'm gonna like rape you. I mean, that was a hundred percent what that was about. And yeah, the brothers Grimm were nerfing or Disneyfying, whatever you want to fucking call it, whatever the <laughs> adjective is, all these way darker stories. It's just crazy to me to when I'm doing the research and <laughs> I I read a story that's really bonkers and I'm like well, that was crazy. And then they're like, oh, but you should see the Greek version because <laughs> X, one, and Z. And they talk about how media consumption is is too far off the deep end in, in our culture today. Oh, no, no. You know what it is? It's like, it's, it's violent video like, games. You couldn't, you, 
No, no the other thing we see is uh people saying like oh you couldn't get away with that kind of shit today that happened in 1820 <laughs> Even when they were publishing that the brothers Grimm were like oh we couldn't get away with that today you know that's some old shit yeah. <laughs> some old testament crap <laughs> <laughs> i like this one a lot tales origins i don't know what what notes you have i i can go through some of mine i mostly have questions instead of uh <laughs> actual researched notes in this okay. case well ask your questions and then i'll get into my notes all right. So my first thing is the miller is poor, but it's only until he's out cutting wood that the devil comes and offers him riches. That's when he, yeah, he knows he's, <laughs> he's hit the, the final bottom if of you the have barrel. Reached the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I was curious about the chalk circle in the clean hands. Is there, what's the rhyme and reason here? I couldn't figure out what the chalk circle was for because the, the That's devil some... only ever talked about the, the cleanliness and the hands specifically. That is some pagan shit, man. I'm, I'm just curious about the chalk circle because it's never mentioned aside from her having done it. The well, devil isn't like, ah, oh, foiled by the chalk circle and the clean hands. She she puts the chalk circle around her, which is like ancient ass fucking pagan protection spell. Oh yeah, it's and, a ward. Yeah, yeah. and you know, like a cir circle of protection white. <laughs> What's crazy to me, and this, this is what I was talking about a little bit earlier, where I'm so interested in their whatever they thought of as what is a normal religion because like all of these stories there's nothing biblical about like a circle of protection <laughs> a circle of protection black i guess <laughs> there's nothing biblical that doesn't happen it, but in this area of germany that has these that such an ancient tradition of witchcraft and shit i was blown away by the wash your hands i guess you know be clean i get that cleanliness is next to godliness but the circle of protection and then they never mention it again and it yeah. doesn't happen in the other two times the devil comes back it's just right. one weird conceit you know you're drinking in the beer hall and you say to everyone you know well we're all christian and we're all happy you know but of course our grandmas <laughs> they still read teak leaves and and <laughs> put circles of salt around you to to protect you because that's just what grandmas do yeah i was curious if you would come up with anything i feel like it's like the editor missed it the editor could have been like yeah you know so you mentioned this chalk circle and then it never comes up again and i know we do this a lot but i'm just curious if there is anything else there and they were like well we got we got to go in a week so what is this editor if you speak <laughs> we're on a time crunch man people are putting in letters <laughs> one at a time <laughs> into this printing press and so you know we got to figure out how many pages of page 72 we're going to need now and we don't have time to edit i yeah i <laughs> can we can we talk about this father of the year for a moment <laughs> who yeah as, as you mentioned we never see again uh, standard grim um so he he accidentally promises his daughter to the devil I mean, yeah. that, that's, that's an honest okay. mistake. It was a dumb mistake, mistake, but it's an honest mistake. It's the devil, the devil trick. Him. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And then the devil comes, she has outsmarted him. Devil goes, comes back. She has outsmarted him again. And the devil's like, all right, you don't get this. If you don't get her in line, I'm taking you instead. You got to cut off her hands. So obviously father has a choice here and it makes the wrong choice. Because he's father of the year, <laughs> but she willingly goes along with it. Yeah, and I feel like pious, right? But I think I feel like in her, in her situation here, her choice is either go with the devil, or go with the devil without hands. Right? Isn't that basically the the situation she's facing? 
unless she knows she can outsmart the devil a third think, time by crying think, on her stumps. It worked out for her. I just so, feel like I feel, feel, feel like if she had stopped and done the math there, she didn't need to lose her hands. But again, it comes back to that this classic trope of they need to get a character in a very specific situation and they have to come up with some contrived way of how she gets there. And as you said, there are other ways of, of how she lost her hands. Like her brother or father were trying to get with her and she was not having none of it. So they cut her hands off. Yeah. I think this is just one of many ways that she needs to have her hands removed, but it's just, I, I feel like the math was just a little off there. I mean, yeah. And, and certainly the brothers Grimm wanted to have a version of that story of the girl without hands, ATU type, you know, 706, whatever, <laughs> and germined their way into their own version of it, which didn't involve incest, like crazy rape incest, and didn't involve whatever else was going on out east. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. And tr- tricking the devil is, is more their style. A devil, by the way, and again, this goes back to what we were kind of talking about earlier with the Brothers Grimm never reading the Bible. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's similar to the devil with the the three golden hairs. Whenever the devil appears, it's just like this weird fucking version that isn't doing anything that evil, A, and B, is not biblical, and I don't understand where it comes from. Yeah, I like the the devil having a grandmother... And like, you know, the devil goes out for a day of evil and then comes home and falls asleep in his grandmother's lap. That just sounds very pagan tradition. Super pagan. Yeah. (laughs) And they just, they put a little thin coat of Christianity on the top of it. Yeah. Uh, This, this king needs a hobby. (laughs) (laughs) He's just, he just counts his pairs every morning. Oh my God. Or maybe he's got somebody that counts them for him. I don't know. I had to go looking that up when they were like, when she first wanted to have a pear from the pear tree and she said, Oh, but these pears are counted. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, what does this mean? What does that mean? And I had to go look up like, and it was like, Oh, it means that the King knew exactly how many yeah. pears there were. I'm like, what the fuck does that? Like no, I can see, doesn't. I can see counting cows. I've had an apple tree. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many fucking apples. You, like, and it's hard to count them. Right. <laughs> they all look yeah. alike. Yep. They're in bunches. It's, and they, they but, change yeah. day yeah. to day. They fall off. Yeah, and he, he like he notices there aren't any on the ground. He's like, hey, where's where's the apple? All right. he, um, it, yeah, no, that's that's about all I have on that king. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not a long story. No. Um that's fine. I do have a pitch. Mm. That's basic though. So we'll, we'll okay. see. It, I'm yeah, basic. Maybe, okay. <laughs> maybe a comic book, maybe a script or short story, but Near future, which doesn't at first glance seem like a dystopia, but it is. So there's two big bads. One is the head of uh, whatever Con Edison XP you'd like. We can call it the electric company. The other is the head of some type of organized crime family. But oh! They're actually the same guy. (gasps) The old man... And the devil. Mm. So then you have a girl uh, whose father's a thief, tries to steal whatever MacGuffin you want from the devil. He steals it. He hides it at home and then leaves to go do something else. Come, the electric company arrests him, tosses him into a dungeon, but finds out the MacGuffin is at this girl's house. They arrest her and blame her, despite knowing that she didn't really steal anything, chop off her hands, and then they let her go back home. But here's the twist. She's a mechanical genius. 
So she crafts herself some dope new hands. Mm. Made of silver. Very steampunky. Yeah, Mm. like I want this whole this whole thing is is dystopian steampunk. These hands are excellent weapons, whatever else. And then she goes on a revenge tour to A, save her dad, but also B, kill the guy that's in charge of everything and take down the electric company scene. I like it. Could do, so, nano, uh, yeah. could do like a nanotech thing too. Okay. I think steampunk is definitely uh steampunk is definitely in. Okay. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was, it was 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe no it's in as far as I'm concerned. I'd be into steampunk. Uh, I'd also be into just nanotech arms that can whatever the, the arms are, are magical. Essentially. You can yeah. use technology to make magic, but um, that's my pitch. Just girl goes on her her little revenge tour and saves her dad. It's food for thought. I like it. That's all I have. Do you have anything else? No. Okay. Well, then I think that brings us to the end of story number 31, The Girl Without Hands. Sleep tight. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. 